This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's go! What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Benchtown TV. Today is both a special and a sad day for us here at Benchtown. Special because we get to finally release our amazing interview with 1899 and the Wheel of Time's Alexander Viam, but sad because we just found out about the cancellation of 1899 by Netflix. This interview was recorded before the cancellation news, but there are some very, very, very interesting topics discussed in regards to what would happen if there was a cancellation. Even with the cancellation, Alexander is hilarious, he's a legend, and we talked about a lot of awesome topics that we know you don't want to miss. If you're a fan of Benchtown and or enjoy the interview, please subscribe and leave a review on any of your favorite podcast apps. It would mean a lot to us and allows us to keep doing what we love. So now that that is out of the way, let's get to this awesome interview with Alexander Vion. There he is. How you doing? How's it going? It's good. I have a bit of a cold. If I sound like Batman, it's not on purpose. That's good. You're auditioning for a future Batman role. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what I found out today, looking into you a little bit more, is that you have a birthday coming up. Do you not? You do. Happy birthday. We are recording this on uh, the 14th of December. Your big day is the 20th. So happy early birthday from uh, oh, everyone wow. here in There it is. How are you feeling? What are you, what are you turning if you would like to tell us? I'm turning fucking 50. Yeah, I didn't want to be the one to say it. <laughs> <laughs> we said right before we, we got on, damn good well, looking that's 50. That's even worse the way you say it. I didn't want to say it. That sounds, <laughs> that, now it's fucking old, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Jesus. Yeah, but I, I don't have the glasses, though. I don't have all that. <laughs> hey, so. I'm 26, and I just got my first pair. Yo, now you're now. looking old, dude. Yeah, I know. It stinks. <laughs> I like sit down to watch TV, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, where are my glasses? I need my glasses. <laughs> <laughs> it's not fun. I, I have I still have friends who are constantly bugging me about it. They're saying, but it's going to come. It's going to come. When I turned 40, they said, it's going to come. Suddenly, you can't see anything. It's still not there, but I don't know. I think for me, hey. it must be like, I think cell phone usage a lot. Wow. And could be. It could be. Personally, yeah, like video games, cell phones, always on my computer. Like, I feel like I look at a screen a lot. That's my personal theory. I know nothing about the eye. <laughs> Maybe it's just masturbating. I don't know. Yeah, it could be. They say you go blind if you do that. So, Kyle. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe I'll ask maybe, for my next checkup. Maybe you're not doing that good a job. So maybe it's just any kind of going <laughs> yeah. blind. <laughs> it's only partial blindness. <laughs> I'm bad at masturbating. You're not so great at singing. It's all good. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, this guy, this guy, he's, I told him before okay. the interview, I said, we're good, man. We didn't say anything about it in any of our podcasts for this round. And now Kyle needs to bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, he started it. He started it. Oh, wow. That's so good. Let's get a little serious yeah. here now. Okay. We've <laughs> talked to you before about Wheel of Time. You were yeah. the, the wonderful Tom Marilyn. But now we have you as anchor from 1899 
we absolutely loved the TV show. We mm-hmm. covered it. We are huge fans of Bo and is John Janta Jante. I'm going to mispronounce it. We had, we talked about it before this too. Of I'm not going to tell it the... because I, I heard that you were discussing how it was pronounced. Um, I, I was just laughing. So you you're going to keep on going that way, whatever you. Whatever <laughs> Well, it was funny because watching the the making of 1899, the documentary that you guys had filmed behind the scenes while you were making the show, all of you guys, the cast members, felt like they said it different ways too. So I was like, oh, we'll watch this and we'll know, we'll find out. And then they were all over the place. So I was like, I don't know what's the correct pronunciation. (laughs) I don't don't think she cares. She's one of those kind of people who just call me whatever you want. So the biggest thing I want to talk about and just, I guess it'll just springboard us into more. It was something that we brought up a ton throughout the podcast covering the show. It was mentioned a lot throughout the backstage documentary of just like not the language barrier technically, but just all of the different languages and cultures that were involved both on the screen that we as viewers watched and then what you guys as the cast and crew experienced. So I'm just curious of what your thoughts are on that. Mm-hmm. What was it like on set? You're speaking with people that may not, I mean, maybe everyone knows English, yeah. but there's no, people no, from no, different no, no. backgrounds. It, it, was a, it was a big kind of uh, deal because that was the whole setup of this, of, of course, because in 1899, you wouldn't, as a Dane, you wouldn't be able to speak English in any way or form. But you had to get the information through. My, my, my youngest daughter, was quite uh, good at getting the English from the start. The old ones didn't get any. (laughs) And Krista and yeah, everybody else got it. But it it kind of evolves. But now that you've seen it all, it doesn't have to make sense in that way because it is that simulation kind of thing. But we still had to figure it out. And sometimes it was fucking hard because it was... um, did I get this or did I get the intention or did I, am I clever enough? So it, it was a constant thing, but it was also one of those things that was uh, fun to figure out because it was, we, we need to get all the information all the time and everything that we do, that it was nice to be somewhere where it's just, he doesn't know what you're saying, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but he, he kind of gets the idea of it from the, from your voice, the tone of your voice. You have to bring another a game in that way you have to be mm-hmm. more vibrant or, or, or yeah energetic or whatever uh, it was so, so interesting to watch the documentary where Bo was saying specifically with like the Cantonese he doesn't know what they're saying and he has to just trust that they have the language expert with them and the person translating through is saying this is how we're saying it trust that we're saying it and he had to just feel it and he yeah. said, like, he was rewatching and he says, I can't speak Cantonese, but I was kind of figuring it out throughout, just throughout the whole series. It was just super interesting. And even going back, and we talked about on the podcast, coming through the screen, the Ramiro scene with you, the two yeah. of you, yeah, 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 where yeah. that's a perfect example. You two are both spilling your heart out, but you don't understand each other at all. Which and is, it was which amazing. Is actually the, which, and I love the double layer of that because it's actually if you were a religious person and you went into a church to tell your sins or whatever you fucking do in those booths, I don't know. <laughs> maybe this is actually the perfect way because it's some somebody who's just sitting there listening without understanding. That that should be the way. That 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 is actually the, the best form of it. But yeah, yeah. So so both. He, he didn't understand any languages mm-hmm. except for English. So he didn't understand the Danish either. And there's there's another layer of it because, of course, we have, there's a person between Bo and us 
who just sits and so it would be a Danish person in, 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 uh, when it's the Danes that would just know what we're saying because, of course, not all the time everything comes out perfectly. And it could be different words, but is it, are we in the essence of it? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. we have to trust that person and that person has to be trusted by Bo and the other way. So it's just so complex. Yeah, geez. And sometimes you just kind of go, let me just watch. I, I remember doing The Head, which is a Spanish show, and it was just like, let me just uh, watch it. And I, I can list if it's good <laughs> enough. Because otherwise it's just kind of 10 people arguing, not arguing, but having a discussion whether whether you, you did it the right way. And that's easy when you when you're – just two in the frame, but if you're like eighteen, it's oh yeah, it's also the strength. It is, and it is definitely just to put you at ease. It is not one of those shows who's just trying to be weird to be weird. Yeah, oh yeah, no, we we definitely know that, know that. Talk, and, and I know that. So just yeah. Uh, yeah, I I trust the two of them with my life at this point, <laughs> and and me too. And my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I mean, I watch some behind the scenes and they don't show you everything. And they have, you know, they have the actors, they sit in the chairs and they talk about individual scenes. But I don't think I've ever seen such a, which it seemed like such a monumentous undertaking. There were so many people playing so many roles. And like you said, and even just like the intermediaries for translating. And then you're using this new technology that almost no one around had ever used before at that point. Yeah. And there's so many people and then COVID throws a wrinkle and everything else. And it just was amazing mm-hmm. to watch, honestly, all that come together. When I watched it, when it got released, I was kind of sad because I was, um, I was constantly going home. So most of the cast, the main cast was staying there. They were in apartments, partying, being mm-hmm. in the band, having fun and all that. I was going home. Family and uh, yeah, kids and shit. But and, and, I <laughs> like, and yeah, I would still do that. But it was kind of one of those where I saw it. I, I missed out a lot. Uh, it was um, it was you know you can't put on an hour of that uh, without it being true. This, this is actually people having fun. Bo and Yonder are not afraid to to give that out there. They know they got the story. They know yeah. Yonder. Yande knows what where where this is going. Um, so so even though we as actors, just as you, are trying to figure it out because we don't fucking know. Right, I right. I don't think Emily knows, but I don't think anybody knows exactly what is going on. And everybody's shooting, everybody's trying. So they're just they they're enjoying life and they're just putting it out there to to make the the universe that much bigger. And I think that that behind the scenes was. Just a, a testimony of that. It was. It was not a. There's no setup in that way. It was just. Um, it was just full of love and happiness. Yeah. That's cool. And I so, guess it's now looking back that you say that you kind of had a pop back and forth from set to home, set to home. Because yeah, yeah. watching the documentary, I was looking at my at the clock, and it was like 40 minutes in of 50 minutes, and you hadn't popped up yet. And I was yeah. like, "Where's Where's our I think our I was point? in there in one time or something like that. Yeah, the I, very I, end, towards the end. Yep about it but it, yeah, it is what it is did yeah, you that's get funny. into that big cast photo that you guys gifted to to bo yeah yeah uh, nice. yeah okay. we, we did that i think it was only three or four people who didn't get into it and then we we or, or jonas this the french guy uh he manipulated people in there so nice everybody was yeah. in there 
Well, was... we know you're very skilled at doing this, so you get in there. <laughs> Throwing that in there. <laughs> but that's actually something that Bo is very skilled at. You've got the similar kind of humor. You would love him, guys. He, he's, 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 he's dark, man. Yeah, to use that word, dark. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's funny that you say that he's dark and, you know, obviously the pun there, but it's your own quote-unquote daughter in the, the documentary. Clara says that specifically, that he's dark. You know, he has that darkness to him where you can be raw. You know, he wants to get that out of you. He wants to show yeah. everything. And, yeah. you know, that was really cool to see as well and having her say that. And it's it's great to have you come from you, which is hilarious because it's your, your daughter on screen. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice, too, that you can get that level of connection and levity from him. I mean, because he talks in the documentary, too, of like he's his parallel almost, if you want to say, is like, he's the captain. He says, you know, I've never been, I've never captained a boat before, but that's kind of what it's like. It was six plus months of just grueling work. And, yeah. you know, sometimes it beats you down. Sometimes you don't sleep well. So it's nice that, uh, that everyone still has fun. Yeah. And you still have to remember normally when you go on a show, if it's six or eight uh, episodes, there'll be three different directors. Mm, right, right, right. He, he did them all. Wow. <laughs> and, 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 I, and, and I can't imagine someone else doing it because of Yande and Bo. This is like a marathon, like beyond. And, and the same with the, the DOP, Nick. I mean, some of these guys and girls are on set every fucking hour. We go in and out. We are trying to figure out what we're doing. Yeah. They're there for six or eight months. I think after the after the premiere, we went to Berlin to do that. He said, I'm going to take a week off. <laughs> Just a week. <laughs> How about a couple months? <laughs> yeah, exactly. He says he was going to fall into a hole, but I've, that phrase in my wanted, mind is more than a week. I just wanted to. Just, <laughs> I mean, come on, a, a week. I love it. Yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, as fans, as long as, you know, if he turns to, to season two... Yeah, start working on it. He could take a week and then, yeah, let's get going on season two. <laughs> let's get going. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm on the same page as you. I'm looking forward to seeing what the fuck they're going to do. That's awesome. The best part about you saying you're looking forward to it, and they did shed a little bit of light in the documentary where they're saying, and you just said too, you guys don't know what's going on. Now, my question is, do you know throughout the season what's going on with your character, or is it you know, here, just do this, do this scene for us. I know filmmakers are very different. Some don't want you to know anything. Some give you the whole thing in, in front of you just so you can play it a certain way. I know that there is a scene where one of the actors in the documentary was saying, how do you want me to do this or what's going to happen? And Bo said, I don't know yet. I'll let you know. I have no <laughs> idea, which is crazy. But uh, how, how does that work for you? But I think that's the right way. That, that's what I love about directors when they kind of go, I don't know. You have to inspire me and I right, right, right. You. We don't know what, of course he knows what he wants in the end, right. in the editing, but it has to go through your body and that body and that way of talking. Um, I, I struggled a lot with anger because he was like, I didn't sign up for a guy who was just constantly being passive and left. Right, 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 <laughs> right. When everybody ran around. But Bo has a way of persuading you to say, just wait for it, man. Wait for it. It's, it's, yeah, it's coming. I'm curious. <laughs> of, and, like, and, did and you... I, I get that when you when you can kind of look back at it and saying, Anger has some very good scenes. He has some 
it's this family, this fucked up wife and these kids who, and they're talking about leaving them when they get to America and the whole religion, mm-hmm. which I also mm-hmm. love because I hate everything about it mm-hmm. in, a, in a very passionate <laughs> way, in a way that leave it at home, but don't take it to the new places. This is what they're doing. They're, they're right. going to start a church. They're taking all their fucking demons. And um, of course, saying that he doesn't believe, but he has to because of, it was so complex and with so few scenes that what Bo says to everybody is just trust the fucking the journey and wait right. for it. And, and I actually said, I said to him, yeah, but after season three or whatever, <laughs> I will be, be knocking on your door. <laughs> yeah, I better be doing something badass in season two or three. If this, no, if it I, gets, but it's also sometimes you meet people who like, yeah, but this is not what I lo- usually do, and 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 he just went, no, isn't that great? And I was like, oh fuck you. Because <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is kind of one of those. Um, and and the good thing about Bo and Yancha is that they did all their casting via Zoom, like this. Yeah. This is the hardest fucking thing because this just look at our faces all around <laughs> and whatever we're doing. And it this it still lacks something. It lacks that kind of uh, sparkle from the others. Because you could you can look away and then you're not there. Yeah, you can't do that with people in real life. Yeah. But everybody was casting that way. And I think I think he got a really brilliant cast because he didn't go for names or Instagram hits or anything. Mm-hmm, he, he mm-hmm, put mm-hmm. one just fucking got through that and when you watch dog as well when you start out with that show you you don't know what you're in for not at all you don't know right. who you're in love with then you start out thinking ah oh, kind of like these characters but at the end it's totally different i'm so much more in love with these but wait a minute this is the same character because this is <laughs> right it's kind of the same what the yeah. fuck yeah yeah <laughs> And that is what I, this is definitely the reason why I said yes. This is this is not a given. I don't know what I'm in for. And nobody fucking knows. Yeah. Um, it's That's not to be exciting. It's not to keep us in a secret. It's not about mm-hmm. that. It's, it's because it's not written yet. Okay. So okay. Writing. Right. So it's, it's not about one of those directors. No, it yeah. is actually about we don't know yet. Of course, we know the big R, but we don't, and we're not going to tell you that. <laughs> but, but we haven't written it yet and I, I actually respect that because why would they go out and say yeah you're gonna have this and that no we don't know yet and we don't know when what is the most interesting way to go and if i was writing the story if i was directing it i would do the same mm-hmm, i would mm-hmm. of course i would be loyal to everybody but less loyal to some <laughs> 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 whatever you sh- showed was better right yeah Mm-hmm. Makes sense. It's organic. You might, have to let that it that organically grow. That my role, but that's fine if it's for the better for the show. I mean, it's it it is it is in that way. Was there anything that you got to not? I don't want to say convinced because he both seems very open minded in general in terms yeah. of your giving you a little bit of leeway of interpretation. But was there anything that you were able to like nudge in that you thought was better, like a better way to do it than maybe something that had been suggested in the beginning? I, I think it was like that all the time. But not better, but kind of like you said, I don't know. Yeah. So and I and I think when it was was not at the best, it was when I settled and I didn't kind of speak my or voice my ideas. 
when I watched it. I said, yeah. oh, fuck, I should have said. Well, yeah. that's great. That's going back to what you told us about Tom Marilyn. You said, hey, yeah. if yeah. you want me yeah. to be Tom Marilyn from the books, I'm not signing up for this. No, you know, no, I have no, to give no. my interpretation. Exactly, exactly. And it, it is kind of one of those where you... So Tom Marilyn, going back to him, I'm I'm still waiting for the call, and I hope that it comes. <laughs> and because I, I want I know what I'm going to do with him. Now, uh, with this one, it's it's different because, as you know, in the end, they're not the same. Yes, yeah. exactly. So if I signed up for three seasons of that bearded fuck, <laughs> not doing anything, yeah, that would be crazy. Yeah, you can caught us off guard. Love it, but but I'm what I was banging on is whatever your I've listened to some of them, but whatever your ideas are, it's not going to be the same. It's it's right. not going to be, and I hope it changes in ways that you couldn't imagine. Yeah, I'm excited for it. I'm very definitely. excited. It was definitely yeah. a little grand. I mean, it was eight episodes. Seven point seven five of the episodes are we think we're somewhat on the ship and we're in right. the ocean. Now we're in space, and it was like, okay, shit. Let me just reorient every single thing I thought of. And but I feel like not that we were tricked, but we had pegged you from the beginning of he's going to be the leader. He's going to you know he's like seems like the head guy of all of the yeah. third class passengers and granted that probably was a little biased because we know you so we were rooting for you but <laughs> we're like that's our boy Kiartan yeah. is, gonna, is gonna be the leader here i remember thinking like oh gosh okay like it's the wife like it's yes that, mm-hmm. it, it just honestly yeah it just completely came out of nowhere and i want to talk about her a little bit because she is so intense in the show as that character is very intense she's so religious and she's so you know headstrong and she is willing to do whatever it takes essentially and she cracked me up in the documentary of like, she was making little jokes and she jokes about the riot <laughs> and she's talking about how she kills Elliot, the little kid. <laughs> and, and it was just like, oh my gosh, she just seems so different. That like, what was it like working with her? Maria, I know, of course, because she's from Denmark and, and we've yep. known each other for, we haven't worked together. We, we, we almost worked together like 20 years ago or something like that. And she has a husband who is a very famous uh, drummer from a big Danish band called D.A.D. Wow. Disneyland After Dark, they were called in the old days. <laughs> so we're constantly kind of um, walking in and out of each other's lives. And we are definitely two different uh, actors. But the minute that when they, they asked me about Maria, I was like, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> that. She's just got a big fucking heart, and but but also crazy as fuck in some ways. But in in from an actor's point of view, she just she just she throws herself in there. And yeah, it is both the part is crazy, and no, she's not. But she is uh, <laughs> she's a handful. Let's yeah. say it that way. And I I think that also delivered something that we knew each other, and we. We, we, we tried so hard to figure out what we were doing because the kids were constantly running away and doing everything. It's like, and Bo just fucking loves everything about them. And then the parents are just sitting there, one with a gun and one without nothing to do. Yeah. So we, 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 we're the best of friends there. But I think that's, I think she's like um, the best an example of a Danish actor. She's just, it's just fun to be around and intense whenever she tries to do anything. 
Yeah, I really like the humor and that you showed. You only saw what she did uh, in the series. You would say, "What the fucking crackhead!" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fucking love her. Yeah, that's cool. Well, now I love her too. So thank you. <laughs> Benchtown TV guy. loves her. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think when it comes to we're talking about your family in in the show, and we were just talking about Maria. I I brought up Claire for a second. We obviously have Lucas's Crestor. We at Benchtown love our theories. We have no idea where it's going, just like you said. So when I'm spitballing this right now, I could be totally wrong, but we're sitting here in this final scene where we're finding out that we're in space and you know, you're know you in this machine and Cresser doesn't have his scars and things. You could find out in season two that they're not even your family. I mean, it could be anything. These people could be, there could be no relation and now you're going to be acting with these same people in a totally different way, which to us is going to be cool. But it has to be awesome for you just because now, like you're talking about, you know, sinking your teeth into some stuff, you know, having something to do. I mean, you're anchor. But when you come out of this machine, out of the simulation, if this is exactly how it's going, you could be, again, totally different person. Now, we, we know that Mora is kind of similar, but. There's things that they're changing about her. Obviously, the son's alive, but he's not. You know, things like that are changed in her mind, and she has no idea that she's in the simulation, and it's going to be the same for you. So the whole backstory, the tragic backstory for Clara and your family, that could all be a, an illusion, and then you're going to come to terms in the second season if that's what happens, that, hey, this was all fake. And, you know, for us, it's going to be super exciting to see how you guys interact, but as an actor, what's it like for you to think that maybe that's how you're going you're to have this relationship with these three or four other people that you, you acted with them one way in season one and season two, it's going to be totally different. So if we're going to go that way, uh, which is your perspective. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll take a wink, a left or right wink. If you're <laughs> or, or a double. Or a couple of <laughs> that, would, that would be a fucking dream. Yeah. And to be fair, um, no, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> now, yeah, I am I am banking on it in one way or another. Uh and and the reason why I can say that is I don't know. I really right, don't know. Right. Yeah. Uh otherwise Netflix would already be standing here or the Yep. We would quickly leave um, and save that recording. So don't worry. Yeah. No, but um it would be a dream. I mean, that you could because it's not interesting. So, so you talked a lot about the West uh, Westworld, right? And, and first and second season and all that. It's just, yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's not interesting if let let's take uh, Anger. If Anger just left everything and was a completely new person with new relationships, that wouldn't be interesting, right? But it would be interesting if he had the same fucking problems, the same traumas, whatever is buried within him. But he goes into a new body, a new, I don't know, relationship, new whatever. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. he, could, he, could, he could be the man of, I mean, we have joked about this on set, that the one playing your daughter, the one playing your son or whatever, could be your love interest. Right. <laughs> but, but it could be. I mean, there yeah. are bars in Denmark where this is just normal practice. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of that, I'm going to take a quick tangent because I saw something very weird about parts of Denmark of people taking okay. tobacco pouches and sticking them up their butt. That 
That is Sweden. That's not Danielson. <laughs> okay. Okay. Because I heard that from a Swede. So that's interesting. That is funny. No, I, I've, I've never fucking heard about that. So putting the screws up your... Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. I think okay. that might be in your dreams, man. Okay. Yeah. All right. Again. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> Going blind. But but that, that would be... A, I mean, that would... And, and I, I'm banging on it. I'm banging on yeah. what they're going to do is... Change it up because, as you said, it wouldn't be interesting if it's just another simulation. Sure. Yeah. How, how many times can you do that without? I mean, we would be bored as well. At yeah. one mm-hmm. point, mm-hmm. I, I think it's about time that you reach some kind of clar- clarification of what you cla- yeah, clarify what's happening. Right. It might change out there, but, but now we need to go into these people. And I love the way that you looked at the whole thoughts. Who was there? Who wasn't there? Did you yeah. did you count how many parts there was? Uh, we I don't know we if were, we counted total parts, but we we listed names and then noticed that there was an additional empty one. Exactly. Right. Yeah. That's I don't believe we said how many are in there, but we were trying. I mean, our whole thing throughout the first season was: are some of these characters non-playable characters? We call them NPCs. Like they're just <laughs> they're just you know. They're just there to be part of the story, but they're not actually going to be in a pod in space as a real person being projected into the simulation. So we we're trying to be like, all right, who's here? Who's not? And we we're thinking about everyone that was getting stuck in. What did we call it, Kyle? The you know, when the music was playing and they all just start jumping off the, the ship. We were like, are those the NPCs being washed out? But then yeah. we see, you know, Crestor's in the pod. He's there. And and then we were saying your wife, she's one of the ones who was confusing because at first she was fine, but then she starts getting pulled away and you guys have to tie her down. And it's you specifically having to interact with her to say, stay here, stay here. Because, you know, again, that's another, you know, really cool thing about the acting for you in the show is that you have to have this love for someone that you don't believe in what she loves. Yeah. yeah, So you, but you love her no matter what. And you're trying to save her from, a million different things throughout the show. Yeah. One point she's trying to jump off the ship, but the other point she just says, "You know what? My kids are gone. I'm gone. I'm done. I'm ready to die. God wants me to die. I'll die." And you're trying to save her, but then you're like, "I guess I'm gonna stick with her because I love her." I mean, that you were saying that you know there wasn't much. I I, I don't want to quote you, but you're saying there's not much for Anchor at this point, but there was a lot of powerful moments for Anchor in season one that we well, got hey, to I'll, say, I'll "All right, well, that's that. our boy." You you have to remember that. That when I'm I'm saying that I mean because everybody has uh, um, okay um, where they're kind of going to their different little dream worlds. Yeah, you're essentially. just kind of just moving down the aisles yeah. and everybody else. Anger was constantly left behind. So yeah. that, I oh, think right, that was, right, right, right. He, he didn't have his own kind of no. I'm I'm, I'm very thankful for you. I'm I'm not fishing for it, but no, I I know that <laughs> it, I didn't do one fucking scene that was only with Chausse. Uh, where the other priest, where that was mm. kind of a smile. Otherwise, it was just constantly tears, or yeah. just intense and all. Right, that. right. But I, I kind of, I kind of love that. I kind of love that. Um, I, I just, I, I, I just wanted to. I think it's the love of the character. I just wanted to give something else, something more, whatever. Yeah, but, you have high hopes for him. You have high expectations. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I, I, I still have because I don't know. I don't know why you would put 16 or whatever people in the main cast without using them. Yeah. Right. And listen, if you're, if you're in a pod in space and it's not another simulation, 
You're not going to be a Danish old school priest from 1899. You're obviously going to have some difference about you for season two that we're and excited they took to see. Out the beard, man, and that was yeah. Uh, well, there you go. Let's 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 uh, yes. ask this question because I actually sounded a little stupid to Kyle before you jumped on because I was going to say I wanted to ask you if that beard was your beard, and then it, on ended, the doc- it ended up no, it ended up being my beard. Okay, That's, okay, no, it, no, no, but it was. It started out with because I was doing another show. They we could only do like a, a semi kind of thing, and then they hair and makeup on this show is just mind blowing. <laughs> And so quick. So shout out to them. If you ever see this show. Wow. (laughs) Um, No, but I mean, so they started out gluing it underneath and then they, my beard grew. grew. Mm -hmm. In the end, I looked at. (laughs) Oh, that's a, that's a great beard. I have a photo of me being at a, at a, at a, at a wedding. um, In a nice fucking (laughs) suit and everything. And I saw the pictures afterwards. I had this beard <laughs> down here and yeah. these ray bands, and I, I actually looked fucking good. But I looked like <laughs> a different weird. Should have wore anchor's hat too. Almost, yeah. <laughs> but it ended, but it ended like it, it, it ended yeah. up with that. And then uh, when we went to the so the last the last scene we did, so that was weird. We went to UK to do the last scene, right? But we had to do. Uh, some group photos like we looked and they already released so I had no beard it was just taken totally off so now they had to build it from nothing oh my God. <laughs> oh, man. it was it was with with just stops like that it was just just for yeah, a picture yeah. now, sometimes I forget that an actor when when he or she goes I don't just want to change this because it's uh, and then three days later, they kind of they have to build everything. Yeah. Right, yeah. right, right. It looked uncomfortable. Yeah, they, it ended up with my own beard. So, so wow. I, I was looking like that when I walked around here. When I <laughs> took it off, my, my kids came in and they went, oh! <laughs> <laughs> My old one said, it's like having a slightly older brother. <laughs> <laughs> and it took him like three weeks. Wow. It just went, Ugh. Yeah, maybe and one I'm, day for I'm, me, I'm, I can scare people by shaving. Mm, doesn't work out yet, for though. me. I can't. I can't grow it. <laughs> <We're> not there <laughs> yet. <laughs> what What do you want second season to be about? Oh, that's oh, a good question. Short. <laughs> um, yeah, short, short version. Yeah. I guess I'm hoping for, like you said, uh, nothing religious. Um, but a second season, I want to know more about. And again, it's tough because we. Always, and I'm assuming it sounds like you listened to our finale episode where it's for us when we talk about it, we start saying things and it's like, well, I mean, is that even real? So it's kind right. of, it feels weird trying to forecast things that might happen. But I want to know more about like what they're leaving behind, essentially. Yes. We're think, trying to figure out why they're in space. Yeah. That if feels they're like they're actually big, in space. That feels like a big season two information that's going to something that we need to know. Like you said, it's going to be boring if we just keep jumping simulations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, there's like only... we need to know what they left behind. Right. There's only so many times they can say we're in a simulation and then you're watching an entire season and then find out nothing was real again when you're trying to theorize things. So we definitely want it to be real now, but there's pros and cons to, to so many, and that was what we brought up with the Westworld thing where Westworld season one and two, where they're in the parks, there's that mystery, hell yeah, and they get out of the parks, it starts going down a little bit. But hey, we said it a million times too. We trust the writer. We trust Yanche. 
and Bo. So we know whatever they decide or whatever they have already decided is going to be phenomenal. But yeah, we were saying, you know, there is that fear that leaving the simulation and leaving the mystery of it, is it going to be, you know, dark? But dark was so layered where you think you you figure out, you figured it out, and then boom, 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 every season it layered onto each other. So we're assuming it's going to be like that too. So I guess if we're going to take it face value, we have our main characters in this this pod in the station we have an empty pod that we want to figure out who it is we want to figure out why the brother took over i guess one of our biggest questions here is what's going on with her dad because true you know he seemed to be able to control parts of the simulation but was also locked in and we don't see him in any of the pods but we do see that the, the station pans out and there's more room for other pods and and we also have her husband and Elliot, where, you know, they're breaking in, it seems like. So are they in a pod breaking in? Are they actually physical running around the space station? There's so much to it. And that's why this was one of the most fun and also frustrating shows to podcast on. And we said we expected it and we knew it was going to happen that way because we've joked a million times that Dark is like the golden goose for us. Like We've always wanted to podcast on Dark, but we just can't do it unless we know each individual episode gets its own podcast episode and 1899 we knew was going to be very very similar and it just has to be because there's just so much you need to talk about and that's the yeah. beauty of having these types of shows and that's our favorite types of shows to podcast about i think to just shooting just shooting bullets out there like i would <laughs> i would think it would be cool if like if mar has to go back into the simulation to wake everyone yes. else up if, yes, or she, if, cool. it, let's just say if she can't manually do it from the outside, this seems like it would be very jarring to just get for them to get woken up. So it would be cool for her to go back in and be like the Daniel. So she wears like the big long coat and she's the mysterious <laughs> person that like walks around and does that. I think that would be a cool little. She's the up. next change. I haven't, I haven't in the thought loop. about that. I haven't thought about that. That you could go back and change yeah. characters within, but still be on the ship. Yeah, so that, they did that a little bit. They did that a little bit in Dark too. Of yeah. Um, like people were different in the different worlds yeah. in season yeah. three, yeah. and then they were different when at the ending, yeah. when the ending happened. So that was, they, they did do that before. Yeah. Um, it would, and I'm sure it would be fun for you guys. Like we said, if you wanted to just completely flip some type of scripts on yeah. things and maybe now your wife is the one that doesn't believe and she's the passive one while you're the one that's running around trying to kill this small child. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, one of the coolest, one of the coolest like, parts yeah. in the finale was you know, having certain characters and only only a few of them know what's starting to happen, know what's going on. And the others being like, dude, it's 1899. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Like we're on this ship and it's it's, you know, sinking or whatever. We need to get off this and, you know, having more go back in and having to figure out a way, you know, say she's talking to anchor and you're like, I'm I'm this fake priest from 1899. Don't tell me anything else. And she's like, hey, you're sitting in a pod right now with a nice shaven beard. And you're ready to you're ready to be a badass in season two later if you can wake up. But right now you're stuck being a priest, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She tries to bring yeah. everyone to the water, but do they drink it? Yeah. It's, all, it's also from a from a director and a writer's and a producer's point of view, it's kind of the perfect setup. I mean, it is, it is, it is kind of so so now you have a totally new cast, you see what they're capable of doing, and then you can kind of bang on the ones you want to win. Yeah, 
it'll also be the cheapest option because looking at the documentary and how much went into oh building yeah. those sets, like if they never use those sets again, that would, I mean, I'm sure they're more <laughs> than willing to do it. And they obviously have a vision and yeah, this show yeah. has been fairly successful. So I don't think that that's what they'll choose, but just thinking about it from that direction, it seems cheaper to be like, okay, let's get back to the boat. Like we already built this I, I, huge I, I, interior. I don't think, I don't think I, I'm going to, I'm going to, but you can, you can, you can post this again in, in a couple of years. <laughs> Yeah. Fucking not. We're going. Back. <laughs> yeah. No boat. No. Yeah. You don't want to. You don't want to be in the rain and getting wet. You don't want to like be getting on stormed on no, twenty four seven. About it, but it, it's it's just. I think I'm I'm fixated on the on the thing that that it could be something totally different, yeah. and and that it could also change in the genre as well. They could start second season up for real on that fucking spaceship right yeah. right right that's what i'm hoping for with every yeah. with every little secret unknown they right. could do that. and i think just because that i'm saying it that it could be the most interesting is part it's not gonna be <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah she already knows and it's yeah something. We talked about that too I, well, I, on our, our I don't want to go back to the boat. No more. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, that's tough. The in the boat. Luke. And the wife. The and the fucking kids. And the- <laughs> you want to you come out of that pod just a bachelor, jacked, good with weapons. Hell yeah. Yeah. Just a funny guy. Terminator, <laughs> just, man. Tripping right charisma. There's I'm no up. way that we could I'm guess it that easy. No. Yeah. You know. And what I, so when I listen to people around me, and it, I think it's the same with you guys, which actually makes me kind of proud. Is even though you don't tap into it, even though you think some of it is underwhelming or whatever, underproducing or whatever, it's still one of those shows that you have to see. It's oh, yeah. still, oh, it's yeah. still that good. It's still, it's still when it's disappointing in some ways, it's still an aid. It's still, yeah, yeah right, I mean, gosh, exactly. Yeah, for still, sure. The so. biggest problem when we said it a million times is dark is top one two or three for all of us combined kyle it's one me it's probably one or two like all of us have it in the top five so having something that has to compare to dark if we say anything in a certain way that seems bad well really it's still like you said eight nine oh, no, ten I, it's still I, yeah I yeah and that that's well. and I have my, my favorites as well did you have did you have dark as as uh, as a favorite after season one did you have that not so, that high I would right, say, yeah, right. it wasn't that high. The yeah, potential you, need was the, there, you need the story. But no, that's a great point. That's an absolute yeah, you need the entire story. story. So, so I actually have had it with Dark because I went into a slope in the, was it in the end of the second season, start of the third? I was like, ah, oh, fuck, come on, guys. Enough yeah. with that. And then I, I persevered and I, I stayed until the end and just went. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> there were goosebumps, and it all made sense. Yeah. And it just made me so fuck. I was sitting like a little kid, and Chris was going. Exactly. <laughs> that's that's how we were too. I have a picture. Well, of I'm, I'm just asking you what because it's interesting. If you had it as the best fucking show after season one, no, no, no. And we and we do like to say that about many many shows. We can't give it that with only one season you have yep. to prove i mean we said it even about you we were bringing up westworld a million times in this and in the other podcast westworld season one one of the best seasons of television we've ever yeah. seen and then all of a sudden here you go 
not even going to be able to get finished. You know, HBO cancels it. Uh, you go from the highest of the highs to the lowest of lows with cancellation. So you can't just say Westworld's the best show of all time off of season one. That's why we're saying when it comes to going through everything with 1899 and we're trying to guess things or we're trying to say this is what we like or didn't like, we're like, hey, we loved Dark, so we trust what they're going to do. And I think one of the things that even I was saying was, I don't know how interested right now I am with it being going from a simulation to like post-apocalyptic. We're in space. Uh, are they in space because Earth is destroyed or this or that? And and it's a total tone shift. Am I interested in that? Uh, of course I am because it's them writing it. But um, would that have been my first choice based on season one? Who knows? But we could see season two and that is where it goes. And then I go, oh, my gosh, you got it. It's a, it's the best thing ever. You know, you have to see what they do and you have to trust the process. And you, your exact description of Dark is perfect. I feel like that's how everyone, I mean, Kathleen, who is one of the members of Binge Down that we do the podcast with, she just finished, that might have been, what, three, four days ago? And yeah, she did recently, the same thing where she was like time. beginning of season three and she was like, I don't know about this. I don't know how much I'm liking what they're doing. And then in the ending, she was like, oh, my gosh, like yeah. and she sent us a, like her ranking of shows. It's like number two. And she was crying. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. yeah. Exactly. And, 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 and you have to remember, sometimes you leave shows. And, and I've always said this when you when you go to the theater and see something, just watch it to the end. Then you're allowed oh, yeah. to say it was a shit thing. Yeah. But watch watch the whole thing. Otherwise, shut the fuck up. Right, yeah. and it was, it was kind of one of those moments because I was struggling at that point, and then when I got to the end, it was like, okay, some of the boredom as well was even helpful for me to get an even bigger. Yeah, they know what yes. they're talking about. They know what they're doing. <laughs> yes, they they do. doing. And, and 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 I think it's the same here. So I'm just saying, I think they did a good job. Yeah. Uh, oh I yeah. Think they did a good job with that many characters and that Whew. many twists. So many moving parts. And, um, I I agree with some of what you guys said. Um that I I need I need to to figure out more about the side the side characters, so the main cast, but the side characters as well. Mm -hmm. There are things that, that they need to address. <laughs> and that's where we're uh we're we're just hoping, you know, when it comes to Netflix, they're just they're cutting shows left and right. And we were just talking about how you know, we're talking about Mike Flanagan, Midnight Club. We just covered right. that on the yeah. podcast as well. And Mike Flanagan's one of our favorites and his shows are as well. And we said it's a damn shame that he's not going to get a season two. Now, 1899 did great. So <laughs> that we can't imagine that would happen. But that would hurt so bad to have a show like that and then be like, oh, it's canceled. Which even yeah. if it's season two, say it's a five season show like the OA was supposed to be. Anytime, if we don't get the oh, okay three, all right, there you go, we'll take it. So I love that. I love that yeah. so much. That's Just a such trilogy, a perfect three length. seasons. Yeah, yeah, it's so easy. I feel like now for shows, I maybe not easy for them to last that long, but you get into six, seven, eight, and it's sometimes you forget what you were doing in the first place. It seems like yeah. on a lot of shows. So three is three to four seasons new, is perfect. There's a new tendency, which is also that creative people actually getting power. Because we've been in this slope with the, the fucking just the same shit over and over mm -hmm. again. Mm -hmm. And then you have like this power couple who gets into both the stories and the money mm -hmm. and the trust from people who have the money. And they have a no, they don't give a shit attitude. I think it's, it's, I think that's going to be the new black. There's, there's something brewing. It's also in Denmark that I, I fuck this because it's not just about, 
maybe it'll find an audience in India and in Greenland. No, because it's a shit show. We need to figure out how to right. do a lot of content, but it still has to be fucking good. Yeah. Because you know as well as I do, there's a lot of shit out there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's just about producing, just doing just new, new, new. And then you got this couple with Bo and Janshi, and they really don't give a fuck. I, I think... I think they would do it on their own if nobody would bang. That would be awesome. Hey, just give us I that ending. Let us know. They would, they would figure it out. They yeah. would figure out how to do it in their own fucking uh, studio. Yeah. I mean, so I they, they rent that that vision volume <laughs> <Yeah>, machine. They, <laughs> I wonder how much that thing costs for a they would do that. They would do that with like three LG yeah. screens. From, <laughs> from Smart TVs <laughs> from, from <laughs> Target. <laughs> They would no, but they write the stories. They would fucking figure out yeah. how to do the same story, not on a boat, but in a right. fucking trailer. They yep. would figure it out. And that's what I mean, power to those people. That's that kind of intelligence to figure it out. It's not about 200 millions. It's about the right. fucking idea. Right. And if you get Product. 200 million, of course you would do the whole fucking uh, uh, filming like it was two hundred million. Yeah, one hundred thousand euros. They would do it that way. You can tell too with a lot of shows. Like it's almost like a feeling you get when you watch. Like eighteen ninety nine, I turned it on and I don't really remember a ton of. I watched had watched Severance right before it. Mm-hmm. That was another show where it just felt like this is quality. Like people put everything that they had into this. They right. care about every little detail. Like this just feels at like a higher level than some thing I could just turn on on some random streaming network. Yeah. And H99 first episode immediately was like, okay, baby, we're back. Like this is yeah. great. <laughs> yeah. Like it just, you could just, you feel it. I don't know what it is about it. There's just, I couldn't ever describe what it feels like, but it just, I yeah. feel it. Yeah. And the little fuckers also turn into the fucking whole music, like Ben Frost, the whole, the whole fucking sound. And then the, yeah. the popular songs in the end, is just, ah, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. into my, I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it even, I, I remember reading in in the uh, in the the eighth episode that uh, David Bowie was on for the last last song. I'm so used to reading that. It's like always, yeah, yeah. And then we get oh, Nirvana. It's like, yeah, but I'm never gonna get that because it costs too much. So fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> and they did every fucking song that they 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 said they wanted to do. Yeah, that's awesome. And, and that's so good. The whole, the whole sound of the ooh. <laughs> yeah my favorite was definitely all along the watchtower that was when that yeah, like exactly. that record dropped and i was like oh, oh my god yeah it's also crazy because you must you must know that this is gonna split the audience yeah I mean, that's gonna be a shitload of people going mm. yeah there were mm-hmm. there definitely mm-hmm. were right I, I was one of those just like i think this is ballsy i think it's on point and it's it's kind of tapping in also to something that just yeah I know you're you're just doing this to me yeah come on <laughs> yeah. I know I know I know I'm not stupid but I allow it it's cool yeah. man I was looking up like the release dates of the songs and being like is there a pattern in the release dates like that's how far they had me oh wow yeah because well people that and again i don't want to sound like we're on this high pedestal because we've watched dark but it's what it felt like of like every detail is thought of like they are it's purposeful why they chose these things mm-hmm. so yeah i was like at the beginning because we were like what time is it really like if it's not 
this if it's not 1899 then when is it really and we were thinking like okay the technology's like maybe like 1970s ish and then i'm looking up these songs and they come out in 68 and 71 and 72 yeah and i was like that's the clue like it's definitely 1970s and obviously 2099 the whole the whole year everything that fucking happened but that was after we fall yeah that's good (laughs) trying to figure out what is the what is the Main reason for Yanche to to go that way, of course, she. I don't know if you heard, but she she, she told the story of that. But but what do you think about the beagle? The beagle. What is that? What is the beagle? I was so wrong. I haven't. I I I have listened to a lot of your podcast, but I right. have, I have have I have a job. Yeah, <laughs> of course you're all right. Hey, we have, we have a lot of content, so yeah, <laughs> we have a lot to true. talk about when it comes but to 1899. And actually, I was I was almost going to write you saying, "No, give me another week because I need to listen to everything." But, I did, <laughs> but you have no idea how Christmas, awesome that, it's that Christmas is. And it's, but yeah. what is the people, man? What what the fuck is up with that? I was what so fucking it? wrong because I thought it was like localized time travel. Yeah, you know okay. that like I th- I thought it had like experienced. I guess it was in a sense right in that like it had experienced the loops, so it knew like when to hide around the corner and when they should go this way and things like mm-hmm. that. That is very right, clever. That is the, good thinking. The Elliot yeah. and and Daniel have been through the loops before, so yeah. it was kind of like that. But it doesn't seem like they controlled the beetle at all either. So <laughs> I just they I was so dead set on that theory that it wasn't true, and it just fried my brain afterwards. So. I, got I think, yeah, I think we came to some kind of conclusion for now that with the simulation, it's Daniel and Elliot's way of it's like a symbolism for putting a bug in the system or not necessarily a virus, but like like literally a bug in the system where, you know, they're they're glitching the virus or the virus the glitching the simulation yeah. as the back door yeah. to do some things. And again, is it that easy? We just want to go with that for now. <laughs> and to your point, when you're saying you have a job, I mean, we had to talk about so much because we had so many guesses so many theories and then the next episode we're like oh, throw that shit out of here here's our new ones you know so yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had a theory in episode one that we were just like there's i mean we were like talking about it so much and then we're like why are we even talking about it because there's no way we're guessing it in episode one so yeah. we just love it so much it's so interesting to talk about that we just have to do it i remember thinking like okay, Crestor is going to be a huge character. Like the next decision he makes, like what side he ends up being on, like in the mutiny, like it's going to just, it's going to be a power shift. Like he'll do something and it'll be like a huge pivotal moment. And then he just jumped off the boat the next episode. Yeah, and we were like, <laughs> I was what? like, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it just made me look like an idiot. Yep. <laughs> I just love that because some of the questions that I'm, uh, I'm asking, I really don't know. I'm right. not sitting here being a fucking... I don't know. It's just interesting for somebody who actually has paid attention, not like your family who's just seen it and gone, hmm. Yeah. No, but somebody who actually fucking tried to figure it out. And um, yeah. Yeah. That, and that that's the other thing we always have to say as a preface on our podcast. There's two different kinds of viewers. There's us who's dissecting every single little thing. And then there's yeah. the casual viewer that is just getting got by every single twist where we say, oh, well, we guessed it. Oh, we're cool. We guessed it. When someone else is like, oh, my God, that's the craziest thing ever. And I always there's joke. It's my da- both. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely I joke. My dad, he just like he watched it so casually and it could be the worst ending 
ever. You know, everyone would say it's the worst ending. Like, let's just talk about how, like, for example, Game of Thrones, a lot of people don't like the end, right? My dad watched the show. He goes, can't believe they did Daenerys like that. And then he moved on, (laughs) you know, and like, but we're like sitting here like in pain and we're still talking about it years later. (laughs) So it just, it's just hilarious. That's the pro of it. That's definitely the pro. pro. Yes. Yes. (laughs) For us, the pro is that it's just so fun to talk about it at that level, at this level, essentially. It's just, it makes me enjoy it more. If it's not interesting, you wouldn't be talking about it. Right. Yeah. It all comes down to that. You want to make theories about shit that is okay. It's 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 like these shows that has uh, Finding Bigfoot. I don't find that interesting. There's right, no right. Bigfoot. <laughs> I mean, it's just you. You're 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 a weird fuck walking around <laughs> with, with, with your friends. I mean, that's one episode. Yeah. But if it has the imagination of something bigger, something that that just goes, mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. Uh, sprinkles some magic into your fucking head, it goes okay. Maybe it's maybe it's maybe it's maybe it's yeah. And I think I think this show kind of does that. Oh, and it's, it's 100%. Really, it's, 100%. The whole cast from, oh, sorry, the crew from behind the whole has just done marvelous things with these tricks of actors. So it's, oh, it's for sure. Really, really, really cool. Yeah. Yeah. The one greedy change I would make would be weekly releases. But I'm personally, I'm a weekly no, no. release kind of person. So I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you this, and Bo might be killing me. He might be. <laughs> Sorry, he doesn't he doesn't watch the program. <laughs> it's okay. okay. Hey. Uh, so so Paul is not gonna kill me. <laughs> yeah. Hey, bring him on. Uh, bring him on. We'll talk to him. Yeah, come, in, come into frame, Bo. Come into frame. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. He's gonna He's, talk to Bo. Yeah. For everyone that's listening only, he is outside arguing with Bo. No, he's gonna stay on the balcony. Ah, okay. <laughs> Bo, Bo wanted it to be uh, uh, once one episode release as well. Yeah, I love. And I that. think everybody wanted that as well. That's a Netflix, Netflix, Netflix yeah. thing. Yes, which yes. I understand as well, but I don't. Yeah, but I do, but I don't. I think I think we could go back to the 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 whole fucking or maybe two episodes. Yeah, that would be perfect too. That that we could. We could go to school. We could go to work. We could go something to talk about. Something yes, else. exactly. Somebody who just has the fucking time to binge watch everything. Yeah, it's not fair. Freaking binge town TV, stuff. man. There's losers. No, no, no. I do. I do the same. But I mean, maybe I have 24 hours off. But that mm. just—I mean, it would be way more fun to go to work and say, "Oh, did you see?" Oh, yeah. Fuck? episode of uh red fuck and it was <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't have just used 1899 that's a good that's a good show name let's use that <laughs> not the show we're talking about and it's only two episodes on. trust me there's only two episodes of red fuck <laughs> <laughs> that's as far as it got <laughs> no but I, I, I think you're so right it should have been uh yeah, yeah. but hey i'm that's not just a person the one yeah. with 600 fucking billion yeah 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 you know obviously selfishly you know i would love to binge it and i like that i can as a podcaster we would love it to be week to week so we can talk about it digest it have everyone listen have a little anticipation and as a viewer there's definitely both sides of the story like there's so many shows that benefit and i guess they all would but 1899 is 100 percent one of those shows that would benefit from having that week 
to talk to your friends, right. talk to your exactly. family, exactly. to digest it. Be, they definitely wanted that. It was a yeah. Right. I, yeah, I think yeah. the proof in the pudding too is I'm just telling what you said. <laughs> <laughs> is like think about House of the Dragon and yeah. how every week House of the Dragon for eight weeks. 10 weeks. I don't even remember how many episodes there were. I think <laughs> uh, it just dominated everything. Yes. It was an episode comes out on Sunday. Everyone talks about it Monday through Saturday. And then an episode comes out on Sunday. And 1899, I feel like, is built for exactly that type was, of conversation. It was, for, it was, it was yeah. not built for just going. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Even right. though you wanted to, it was not built oh, for that. It was yes. Right. For, and, and you needed to, to just breathe for a moment. Mm hmm. We, when we went to Berlin for the for the premiere, it was like two episodes for the premiere night, um, and that was fucking beautiful. And big theater, and it was the most beautiful night. Whatever. Next, <laughs> we met the 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 main cast and Bo and Janshe, and in a small theater, and we watched the the rest of it. Six mm. episodes. Really? Wow! I thought that was that was a bit challenging. Yeah, I read intense. it, and knew everything, but it was, and I don't think that's the good way of watching it. It, it needed something. We needed those pauses of. Yes, yeah, that yeah. was the beauty of us podcasting on it because the podcast forced us not to. You bitch. gave it. You had that pause in right. between it. We did every two episodes, so we and then we had the finale by itself. So we had to make sure we had the pause and we digested, so we knew what was coming next. Okay, good. But, so um, you we went yeah. for a smoke, and that was it. Yeah, that's <laughs> intense. That's yeah, like that said, is that's, intense. That's, that's very intense. All right. So I guess um, one thing I want to ask is, yeah. it's obviously late for you, so we can yes, certainly yes. wrap things up if yeah, you we, like to wrap things up. Hey, I'm I'm enjoying myself. I don't. It's it's fine. Well, I have to be up at seven. So it's. <laughs> Six hours. That's fine. Okay. Well, we'll. I mean, Jimmy, do you have any any pressing questions that you don't think that we got to? No, I think the only thing that we can quickly talk about. Again, we really appreciate your time, and again, we know it's really, really late for you. I don't think we can leave this conversation without bringing up the volume technology, at least for a second. Everybody listening or watching, go check out the 1899 documentary on Netflix. That will give you all your answers, and it will amaze you how crazy, how advanced it is. It is ridiculous. It was such a, a joy to watch the documentary. But I want to bring it up because we talked about this a year ago almost when we were talking about The Last Kingdom in Wheel Time. You brought up 1899 to us, and you said that's yep. your next project. And you said there's this new type of filmmaking. Get ready. It's going to be amazing. And you kind of gave us an explanation, but you obviously weren't going to be able to give us everything. So now that we know it and we talked to you about it a year ago, what was it like for you to act in this? I mean, we saw in this documentary, just talking about really quick, the riot scene where jokingly, you know, Maria is sitting there saying, I'm sick of killing the little boy over and over. And she's in her, in her robe while, but we have rain coming down. You're on the set. You have all these people fighting each other. You have the ridiculous storm background, nighttime background with the technology. So many moving pieces. You find out, that they do everything in 3D first as almost like their own simulation and make sure it's going to look right. So what is it like for you to act in that kind of so, scenario? So, so that is actually what, not one of those scenes where, where, where it kind of, uh, where you feel it because, because of the rain and the darkness and everything and, and the, the ship is built, the, the half, the front of it is, right, is built. Right. 
So that just felt like a set. Okay, it, it okay. Been, uh, whatever. But when when you have daytime shots, when you see mm-hmm. the waves, when you're looking out the side of the the ship where they 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 take the rowboats out to go yeah. to the other ship or I whatever, when shots. you're standing in the in front of it. That that those are the moments because you're you're standing there and 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 your point of view is normally it's it's like this and that is filled with LED, so yeah. it's like uh, I can't remember how high it is, is it eleven meters or whatever, six whatever. <laughs> I'm an actor. <laughs> yeah, and we don't do meters, so you're just saying yeah, words. Right. <laughs> yeah. Feet. Yeah, Six thousand feet. <laughs> that's what I thought it was. That's what yeah, that's exactly what I thought. So everything in your point of view is is just filled out with ocean, and that is what you're looking at. So so you build the ship in a way that it's just the front of it, and everything is on point. Everything yeah. looks it, it looks uh, like it's rusted and it's just like old and it's it's just fucking beautiful. And then you have the waves. When the cameras are, are shooting at you. They see me looking mm-hmm. at the camera, of course, the front of it, and they see the waves and everything, and everything is moving. Okay, that's true. So w- when you look at the monitor, it's just perfect. It's just perfect. Yeah. If the camera turns, remember I'm standing in the front of the ship. Now you see the rest of the ship. So in the monitor, the rest of the ship is built on top of the little set that you're standing on. It's fucking mind-blowing. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. I mean, it, of course, it's not a hundred percent, but it's not like sixty. It's like oh 90, no, it's ninety-three percent. Oh yeah, it's ridiculous. And and going into no, no, the no, scenes, but I'm not even what you're seeing. I'm, I mean, oh, saying from you, right, there, right. If I go to the monitor and look at one of my friends standing there, it looks like he or she. Oh, okay. Wow. Fucking ship. <laughs> That's, That's so cool. Long ship. Some That's of the so cool. some of the actors in the documentary were saying they they were getting seasick yeah, yeah, and they were standing too. still just because yeah. it just was so real. I mean this this set rotated 360 degrees. Yeah. Uh, it was it, so cool. It was one of the coolest so things cool I've ever seen in my life. If I'm honest, yeah, and it, I yeah. was it's so blown away. The because it's just mm-hmm. yeah. So one of the biggest uh, shitty things about being an actor is is miming. I'm shit at miming. So when I went to the National Theatre School, and that week when they were teaching miming, I was sick. I don't get it. <laughs> I hate it. I hate the whole trying to just give me something to react on. So, right, right. Like, so you're opening a car door. No, just give me a fucking <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Then yeah, I don't have yeah. to use my energy to, to mime that I'm doing this. And that is the difference between... Uh, a green screen and the volume so your brain is freed to fucking act instead of imagining uh, spaceships and shit like whatever you're seeing it so you're just there the quote that i wrote down from it is um jan who plays uh jerome says the exact words he says in the documentary are you don't have to have a part of your brain focusing on projecting or imagining anything you're just like you're just responding to actually what they want you to you're just receiving the information it's so much easier it's yeah that's so cool it just it just frees everything up to of course it's so new so everybody has to understand that this is what we get but it is i think a couple of years from now it's just going to be so it, it's just going to be the 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 the, the normal yeah it's going to be so much better because we are not just miming shit 
uh, yeah. trying to react and something that they might change out afterwards as well. That's so you might though. be standing on a set where they say, oh, there's, there's like bees going like this, and you're reacting like this. <laughs> <laughs> and then they change it to just one bee, and it just looks like shit because you're going... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a bad example, but you know what you're. Uh, yeah, it was, no. Um, no, I know exactly it, what you mean. It's just, it's just mind blowing. It is awesome. really, really, really cool. And the technique you can actually, you, so you can also uh, scale it down. So you could actually do it on a parking lot, and just take a small part of an LED screen and put it there, and then that car will blow up. Wow! Yeah, you, you, you get one. So. As an actor that I used to seeing, maybe we can't blow it up because it's in the middle of the city. So what you're watching is something that we're going to put in later. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's there. It, yeah, you can see it. Of course, you can't hear it, but you can see it. So it's just it's so much easier. Yeah, yeah you go out there and you go, oh fuck! <laughs> you don't have to go one, two, three. Oh, oh fuck! Yeah, it's just yeah, anything. yeah. And so it's so easy. You can change big buildings. You can. It's just gonna go. Yeah. I so mean, maybe I can become an actor. Yeah. Now all of a sudden, that Kyle's it's so an easy. Actor. Yeah. I mean, they're just giving me, <laughs> <laughs> just give me the lines. I got it. I know where I, I am now. <laughs> what, what I'm used to hearing is that everybody's saying everybody's a bit of an actor, aren't they? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> the only fucking thing in the world that is not protected. You wouldn't go around saying that about a. Uh, I don't know, a, a plumber or... A, yeah, know, everyone's plumber. a little bit of a... Everybody is a bit of a plumber. No, no, no. Not level, apparently. Everybody can do it. We could talk about TV and film, but that's all. That's as far yeah, as we'll yeah. go. That's as far as go. <laughs> all right, uh, Kyle, so anything else? I have, like, I guess, like, kind of rapid-fire quick questions. So okay. what is the, what's your favorite TV show or movie that you saw this year? That not eighteen ninety nine. You can't say that. Oh, wow, <laughs> it has to be a new one. Just something that you watch this. Something year you watch you really for the liked. first time this year. Yeah, it doesn't I mean, have to be. I actually saw the what is the oh fuck Pet Cemetery. The next one, the second one. What was that? Oh okay. Okay. Um, I'm not a horror movie guy. That so. They had a remake of it recently. Yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah that one. I haven't seen that. Like almost the second one. Okay. Second? Oh, so oh, like, it's kind. Of, I guess it's kind of like Halloween where they're going. Into the second I one. Actually, I, I I didn't I didn't know that I was going to watch something quite. <laughs> well, that's cool. Very right. cool. Yeah. So I'm that, not a horror movie it. guy. So yeah. Are you? I'm You're not. not. I'm not. Jimmy my, is. My, my girlfriend. Everything she fucking puts on is is that. Really? Oh, really? Well, well, so you were just. Like, well, we just see something like plane, uh, uh, trains, planes, and automobiles. Just. <laughs> just, just a palate cleanser, if you want. Just one thing with a laugh, because everything yeah. is just. Yeah, you were just you were just in a horror film, right? Kind That's of. That's true, but it, but it was yeah yeah that was uh yeah that was uh Dutch. Yeah, I read a little bit about it. Yeah, yeah, the Moloch, Moloch. Moloch. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's like a crazy experience how they kind of came at you last minute almost because someone else got sick or something, and then they had to change the character and a bunch of things happened. Yeah, it seems like it was a pretty wild experience. It was it was COVID and it was um, yeah. I was I was there for the lockdown, and Amsterdam was had a curfew, Damn. and I was why am I here? <laughs> <laughs> I went straight okay. into to eighteen ninety nine. 
and it was still a lockdown in Berlin. Damn. But that I have to say when I say why am I here? That's all I asked for for a year. So that's why I was there. I really <laughs> to work and yeah. I, I missed the set and everything. Um, yeah, I forgot. Fuck. I was in yeah. Amsterdam. I won't be watching it, but I heard good things about it. So. <laughs> cool. It's cool, but it's it's a it's a new upcoming uh, Dutch director. Everybody wanted those roles for that. It was, it was uh, I think he he missed a point or two. But it was it was cool. <laughs> um, but it was COVID, man. It was so yeah. fun. Yes. I mean, we couldn't even do this without people saying, you're not allowed to. It was like, yeah, was, I'm sure it was it, tough. So maybe moving on to more positive in the future yeah. things, this will be the last one. And I'm not okay. sure if if this is something that you do. I don't really do it either. But do you have a New Year's resolution? Is there something you're looking to no, uh, no, to change? No, no. All right. Uh, yeah. I really don't. You're perfect. That's, that's a really a boring answer, but I really don't because I believe that whenever you need to change, you fucking do it tomorrow. I okay. agree with and, that. Yeah. And, and, and the next thing is there's there's never a right time. All right. That was a good answer. So, so yeah, yeah. So so if you are, if you do have a resolution for this, do it now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I might have, but okay, I'll yeah. start tomorrow. <laughs> Wash your hands. And... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. All right. But, so no, last that thing. Is, that is actually the short answer. No, there's no there's no better day than tomorrow. So all right. Just do that. Yeah. Last thing. Give us all the information you have on 1899 season two and wheel of time when your return is going to be, if you're going to return, give us every single thing that you can. <laughs> Let's get the bins down all the, every single spoiler. Don't get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> and he finishes his drink and shakes his head. Yeah. <laughs> and he I'm says, gonna, all right, good night. I'm going to write it here. <laughs> <laughs> well, Alexander, we talked about three of your shows, last kingdom, Kiarton, wheel of time, Tom, Maryland, 1899 anchor, You've killed it in every single one. We really appreciate talking to you. Again, it's 1230 your time, so we really appreciate that. We have a blast every time. And hey, if we get into season two, 1899, if we see a return of Tom Marilyn, we'll be DMing you again on Instagram because we love talking to you. That better fucking be a return of Tom Marilyn. Otherwise, I will I will I will hunt them down and I will fucking <laughs> kill them. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I'll join you in it, so don't worry. You won't ride alone. <laughs> no, it's a pleasure, right. man. Uh, yeah. Everybody, thank you for following. And um, yeah, happy early birthday. Happy, we'll happy early well. birthday and feel better. Oh. All right. no, Have guys, a nice night. Uh, take care and um, thank you, man. And, yeah, no, uh, yes, bro. thank you very enjoy much. Enjoy the holidays, too. Yes, enjoy the holidays. You too, you too. Yeah, you stay too. safe, stay healthy. Stay safe. And I'll see you on the other side. Yes, you Sounds will. Good. Yes, you will. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 